Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Seavers. And on this show, we're going to be looking back at this past week and looking ahead to this next week as far as all things Hillsdale College sports are concerned. Jake, let's start with you. All right, starting off in football, we had the first ever GMAC matchup between Hillsdale and Alderson Broadus. And that featured big plays and wild momentum swings, but in the end, the Chargers came away with a win on the road. Hillsdale rallied from a 14-point deficit to post a 37-31 win over the Battlers in its first ever trip to Philippi, West Virginia. The Chargers are now 5-4 on the season and 3-2 and in the GMAC, while Alderson Broadus fell to 2-7 and on the season. Defensively, Jordan Harlemer was all over the Battler offensive players, racking up a career-high 10 total tackles and 2.5 sacks. Zach Van Valkenburg had 1.5 sacks, while Casey Shuko and Nate Canterbury each teamed up on sacks for the defense. Wyatt Batdorf had 9 total tackles, while Spencer Niels and Jason McDonough each had 7. With his first reception of the game, Trey Brock broke Keenan Cole's single-season GMAC record for receptions. Brock's number now stands at 66, and with two games remaining in the season, he has a chance to put that conference record out of reach. His current yardage total is 1,048, making him just the second player in school history with two 1,000-yard receiving seasons. He needs 321 to break Andre Holmes' single-season receiving yards record over the season's final two games. As it is, Brock's total in just nine games ranks fifth in a single season in school history. Brock also has 2,853 receiving yards in his career, leaving him just 240 yards away from Holmes' career record. Brock and the Chargers play their final home game of the 2017 season this Saturday against Malone University starting at 1 o'clock. This past week, I sat down with kicker Bryce Seelock to discuss their matchup against Malone. All right, we now welcome on Bryce Seelock. He's a sophomore kicker for the Hillsdale College Chargers. Bryce, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Jake. So, Bryce, uh, I see that you grew up in Nebraska. What was that like? Well, it's pretty flat. It's got a lot of corn, and there's not much to do. But, you know, I guess it's fun. So, not much to do, so you just started kicking a football, or how did you start kicking? Um... Pretty much, I went to a high, small high school, and we literally didn't have anybody who could kick a football, so I kind of just, uh, I played soccer, so I kind of went out and tried to put a, th- a couple pigskins through the uprights, and I guess that's, it just took off freshman year. So you started kicking freshman year, you never kicked a, did you ever kick a football before then, or was it just soccer? Um, I kind of messed around a little bit, I did a little bit in middle school, but I mean, I guess I really started getting into it, like actually like practicing probably in between sophomore and junior year. I kind of just, I don't know, kind of just did it because the team needed it. And, but then I found out that like I actually wanted to like maybe try to do something with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you just started freshman year and then you ended up here at Hillsdale, so you must have had a decent amount of success in high school. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've did okay I guess yeah for the shortest time that I had to I don't know accomplish what I did I guess it was pretty good uh so you guys are obviously coming off of back-to-back wins against Walsh two weeks ago and then Alderson brought us this past week so what are you doing as a team to prepare for Malone and uh, pick up your third win in a row 
Uh, I think uh, as a team, we're definitely working on scoring tutties. I think it's definitely about <laughs> it's all about the air attack. It's all about uh, getting uh, getting the ball to a lot of different people. Maybe even me. Maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, maybe getting some tutties. Uh, what do you do during practice? Absolutely nothing. Uh, I guess probably the biggest thing is is uh, yeah, I like to look up into the sky and look at all the jets and wonder where they're going. You know, maybe you know what distant places that they're heading to while I'm standing out in 32 degree weather, freezing my uh, rear end off at practice. You. you know, you know maybe they're going down to like Florida or someplace warm while I'm stuck up here in Michigan. But you know, it's all. It's all in the name of the game, all in the grind. We're here with Bryce Seelock, kicker for the Hillsdale College Chargers. You're listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. So you have become a bit of a celebrity here on campus because every Saturday you mm-hmm. tweet out a video of you doing something ridiculous and saying, mm-hmm. can you say it? Uh, it's game day, my dudes. Hey! It is game day, my dudes. Um, so what is the inspiration for those videos? Oh, the inspiration. Well, I guess it's just to please the followers, I guess. Um, you know, maybe get some people hyped up for some, some Hillsdale uh, Charger football, I guess. You know, you got to – when you're up in Hillsdale and it's cold and crappy out, I guess you got to get people fired up and, you know – Come out to the game and support us and uh, everybody on the sideline all jacked up, just ready to, you know, uh, kill whoever comes into town, I guess. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, the ESPN game, you dropped a TV out of a window. Last year, you uh, swam in Lake Winona pretending like you were a shark. Yep. Do you have a favorite video that you've made? Oh, I would say that probably, well, the most awkward video and probably my most favorite video uh was definitely going through the drive-thru at mcdonald's and asking for ice cream cones and then pulling up to the drive-thru and then proceeding to rub them all over my chest (laughs) and then getting out and running into the parking lot in front of the hometown hotspot or whatever that grocery store is and yelling at seagulls i didn't even know they had seagulls in this part of the world but i guess they do and Uh, That was probably the most, I don't know, probably humbling experience because it was already cold out and then I was really cold and I just had, it was a mess, but you know, I enjoyed it, but I I would definitely say the Muddy Water Shark one in Lake Winona, that's a pretty close second too. That's pretty good. Who films the videos? Uh, I usually get uh, Alex John Petro, he's a... He's in my grade, and he's a, a wide receiver, and, you know, usually I recruit him to go go film it for me, but I've got a, I've got a group, me, group message called uh, Game Day Planning Committee. Um, I uh, uh, get him and Tommy Froman, and we talk about some ideas and uh, what, uh, what we can possibly do for the next video, but uh, usually it's just Alex. Okay. We're here with Bryce Seelock, kicker for the Hillsdale College Chargers. You're listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Uh, has Coach Otterbein said anything to you about these game day videos? Um, he has once. Uh, I don't know if he continues to look at them, but 
it was probably like three-fourths of the way through the season last year, and we're in warm-ups, and, you know, he, I'm doing a groin stretch, and he uh, asked me, like, what's up with the videos, and I said, well, people liked them, so I just kept doing them, and I don't, I don't know whether he approved of them or not, but he said keep doing them because I said other people liked them, and I thought he said, uh, well, then you should keep doing them. So I took that as, like, two thumbs up, but, like, maybe, like, keep it in check. But, you know, I'm a liability, so I don't know. We'll, we'll try to keep it in check. Okay. But, hey, you never know. You might get out of control a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you got you to gotta please the followers. That's the number exactly. one rule. I mean, that's, like, the game plan. Well, do you want to give a what's – your, what's your Twitter so people can follow you? Uh, my Twitter is at – all lowercase, Bryce Sealock1. Sealock, S-E-A-L-O-C-K. Yep. Sweet. A uh, couple more questions. Okay. What, what's the furthest you have ever kicked a football? Oh, furthest I've ever kicked a football. Well, I drop bombs every day, but uh, in practice, uh, I had a 57-yarder in high school. Uh, but in a game, I've hit 49. 49. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite pregame meal? Uh, whatever tastes good. Usually it's a lot of cookies, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not really into that car- loading up on carbs and stuff. Um, as you can tell, I'm already pretty buff and, oh, yeah. and, and stuff. Uh, I don't really need the carbs. You know, it'd be okay if I lost a little bit of muscle. That way I didn't scare the uh, opposing kickoff team or <laughs> kick return team, so... I would say definitely it's fattening up and eating some cookies, some ice cream, and I'd say that's that's what gets me in the mindset for a meal. And my last question, just really easy, true or false, uh, the kicker is the most important player on the team. Uh, well, I don't even think you have to ask that question. That's a definite true. Definitely uh, true. We're, I mean, we're always – we're keeping people on line when we're on the sidelines. Uh we're definitely we're definitely the operation behind the team. You know, we may not be out there every single play, but when we are, we're scoring points, and that means that we're scoring tutties, which is the n- number one thing that has to happen. And I guess we're we we keep people in check. It's a mental thing, you know. Exactly. We're we're acting goofy on the sidelines, but if we're acting goofy, that means people they're staying the, loose. Yeah, I mean, it means they can't be acting acting any goofier than us. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I mean, we're not scoring tutties. Bryce, thanks for uh, sitting down and talking with me today. No problem, Jake. Thanks for having me, and go Chargers. That's right. Good luck with the rest of the season. Thank you. Over in volleyball, a long month on the road came to a happy conclusion for the Hillsdale College volleyball team. The Chargers fell behind Ohio Dominican University but rallied back for a 3-1 win in Columbus Saturday afternoon. The win is Hillsdale's ninth in a row on the road and 15th in a row overall, improving its record to 22-3 overall and 12-2 in the GMAC. The Panthers had a .351 hitting percentage in the opening set, topping the Chargers 25-21. After Hillsdale tweaked its lineup a bit, it got back on track, capturing the final three sets of scores by 25-15, 25-16, and 25-21. Junior Paige Vanderwall was all over the court once again, getting 13 kills and 16 digs with a .433 hitting percentage. Vanderwall has five matches this season with at least seven kills and zero hitting errors. Senior Jackie Langer also picked up a double-double, matching her season high with 15 kills to go with 11 digs and three block assists. Freshman middle hitter Alyssa Van Wienen finished off a terrific weekend with 10 kills, 
two digs and three block assists. Sophomore libero Taylor Weiss led the team with 19 digs, while freshman Matty Scheider set a new career high with four service aces for the Chargers. And heading over to women's basketball, there's a lot new in and around the Hillsdale College women's basketball program for 2017-2018. A new head coach, a new conference, and a couple of new players with an impressive winning pedigree in their backgrounds. Hillsdale College will compete in the GMAC for the first time this year, and conference coaches picked the Chargers to finish 7th out of 13 programs in its new league, according to the preseason coaches poll released by the conference office Thursday morning. Seven different teams, Hillsdale included, received first place votes in the poll, indicating the wide open nature of competition in the GMAC forecast for 2017-2018. No program received more than three first place votes among the seven getting them in the preseason poll. Head coach Matt Fritchie enters his first season guiding the Charger program with plenty of experience to lean on. The team lost just two players and one starter to graduation from a year ago. Seniors Maddie Reed, Jessica Degree, and Allie Dittmer lead the returnees, while forward McKenna Ah and guard Allie DeWire enter their third season starting for Hillsdale. A challenging non-conference slate of games awaits Hillsdale this season. The Chargers open the 2017-2018 season Friday, November 10 at Lewis, followed by a November 12 matchup at the University of Indianapolis. The team's home opener occurs over Thanksgiving when it plays Wayne State on Saturday, November 25. And for men's hoops... The 2017-2018 Hillsdale College men's basketball team is expected to contend for a conference championship, at least according to the preseason coaches' poll. The Chargers, a veteran team which only lost two players to graduation, was picked to finish third according to the poll, released Wednesday morning by the conference office. Hillsdale didn't get any first-place votes, but did get 96 poll points, good for a third out of 12 GMAC programs. This year's team figures to be one of Hillsdale's most experienced squads in recent years, led by veteran returning starters Stedman Lowry, Ryan Badowski, and Nate Nevue. Lowry is entering his fourth year as a starting guard, while Badowski and Nevue are entering their third season as starters. A big junior class is led by guards Nevue and Harrison Diego, and frontcourt players Nick Zarnowski, Gordon Bear, and Jack Cordes. Zarnowski figures to step into a starting role after finishing last season strong. Hillsdale will continue its preseason play against the number two team in Division I basketball, Michigan State, the Big Ten favorites, on Friday, November 3rd, I was able to sit down with a couple of the players and talk about this upcoming matchup and what's in store for the rest of the season. I'm talking to redshirt sophomore Mike Travelos and redshirt freshman Connor Hill on the Hillsdale men's basketball team. Guys, thank you, thank you so much for joining me today. Good. It's good to be here, Martin. Oh, thanks, Martin. I appreciate you for having me on the show here. You guys last year, Connor, I'll start with you. You redshirted. Tell me a little about your redshirting experience last year and how it maybe helped you going into this year as a player. So redshirting last year, what we did, uh, what you do, you're on the scout team. So that means is you run through a lot of the other team's plays, don't get to run a lot of our own stuff. What it does is it makes you become more of a competitor on the court. You get to play against, you know, some of the best players, you know, in the GLIAD. We played against, you know, Nate Nevy, who's a great defender, Semin Lowry, who's a great scorer. And playing against those guys, it makes you better and ready, more prepared for the next season. And Mike, obviously two years ago you did the same thing, pretty similar situation for you too. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed my, my Reggie freshman year. We really got to go at the first team, the starters, uh, give them work every day, give them buckets in practice, and so, you know, it was, it was a good time. Last year, you guys lose, you know, Rhett Smith and Nick Archer, you know, two huge guys inside presence. But you guys, other than that, you guys are returning everyone else. Um, you know, Nick Zarnowski had a big year this uh, the last year towards the end of the season and stuff like that. 
you know, where do you guys kind of see yourself as a team, um, you know, going into the season with a lot of experience coming back? You guys pretty excited about what your team has in store for the season? Yeah, I mean, I'd say we have pretty high expectations. Don't you think so? I, I would say I have very, very high expectations yeah. for our team this year, especially moving to the GMAC, which we feel is a little bit weaker than the GLIAC. We think we should come out uh, probably first or second within the conference this year. Yes, yeah, 100%. And Rhett and Arch, they were, you know, two good seniors, good leaders. But like you said, we return all of our guards. And then, like you said, Nick Zarnowski had a huge year. Look for Gordy Bear to really mm -hmm. step it up. And then Jack Cordes as well. Now, you guys talked a little bit about moving from the GLIAC now to the GMAC, but you guys are still keeping some of those kind of teams like Ferris State. You know, Finley's obviously coming back, and they're very good. They just beat a team, Toledo, you know, a Division One school. Is it good that you guys are still keeping up with some of that competition from the prior conference? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, we play at Ferris State and at Saginaw this year, so I think, you know, still playing two of the top teams in the GLIAC still gives us that competition. And the GMAC's not weak by any means. You know, still have us, Finley, Kentucky Wesleyan's very good, Ohio Dominican. So our league is still strong. It's just not as strong as the GLIAC has been in the past. And I think it's still good for us in the non-conference, though, to get those other games. Yeah, our non-conference schedule we obviously wanted to make pretty tough uh, just to keep us competitive, keep our and keep us sharp, keep us ready for the season so we, we don't come out weak against the, uh, the GMAC. Now, strategy-wise, a little bit this year, now, again, Zarnowski's really one of the only bigs that really played last year. How are you guys going to deal with that? You know, are you guys looking to see Gordy maybe a little bigger position, playing bigger? Are you guys going to go more guard-heavy? Like, you know, so far through the first couple weeks of the season, do you guys really have an idea what you guys are doing? Um, so, so far, we were playing a lot faster than we were last year. You know, uh, I think, you know, Zar, Gordy, Jack, uh, Trent Richardson, we got a freshman, Austin Urian. We got some bigs that can move up and down the court a little bit better than some of the bigs we've had in the past. So they're going to allow us to push the ball in transition more. And then also, uh, you know, Nate, Skeet, Stead, you know, our three captains, they're, you know, they're looking to go and they'll be huge for us this year. Tell me a little bit about those guys, um, you know, especially – you know, Skeet, who, who had mono at the beginning of the season last year, came back really strong, helped you guys a lot down the road, especially that stretch where you guys won all those games towards the end. You know, him as a leader, you know, what do you, what do you guys kind of see in Skeeter, Skeeter Bob that you guys really, really like as a player? Uh, you know, Skeet, Skeet's probably our, <clears throat> our best individual scorer, you know, best athlete. Uh, when we need a bucket, uh, even if Skeet doesn't run the right play or does it something right, if he, when he gets the ball, Skeet can make something happen when nothing else is there. Yeah, we feel uh, we feel Skeet and, and Stead as well are two of the best guards uh, in in the conference, and they should lead us to a lot of victories this year. And a guy like Stedman Lowry, I mean, I've watched some games over the past few years where, you know, he just takes over a game just by his ability to shoot. I mean, is it fun watching that kid shoot every every night? Stead is Stead personally is by far the best shooter I've ever played with in my entire life, and I think well, when it's all said and done, he will go down as uh, Hillsdale's best three point shooter ever. No, I agree with uh, Trav. You know, uh, Stead and Skeet are two of the best shooters, not just in the GMAC in the country. When they're when they're on, when one's on, when both's on, it's it's fun to watch. And Nate does a great job of making sure each one gets a catch, gets their shots. He does a really good job of distributing the ball. Yeah, Nate Nevue, you talked about it. I mean, really a team first kind of player. I mean, you know, facilitator at its at its finest. You know, he has he's had some injuries that he's been playing through uh, over the past two years and. You know, he's really just a warrior, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, you know, Nate's the heart and soul of our team, you know, emotionally, physically, spiritually, you know, leading by example, uh, using his voice to lead, whatever it is. Nate is, he just, he gets it done for us. Whatever we need, whatever coach needs, Nate's the one that brings all of us up to that level. Connor, Connor said it great. We, uh, we kind of go 
as Nate goes. You know, he leads by example, and we we follow. Big test coming up on Friday for you guys at the Breslin Center, Michigan State. How excited are you guys? I mean, just the the opportunity you guys get to play against a great great program that Tom Izzo runs up there at East Lansing. Uh, the the you know the chance to play the Spartans. Uh, personally, I, I couldn't be more excited. Um, I think this is a great opportunity for us as a team to improve and showcase, you know, what we've been working for all preseason. Um, and, you know, I, like I said, I couldn't be more excited for us and the guys to have a chance to compete against the number two team on the country for Division One. So, you know, I mean, we're all excited. Uh, you know, uh, I think it's going to be really good for us to, you know, get that high level of competition and have, you know, two of the top programs in the country go at it on Friday. Now there is a rumor that Dylan <laughs> there is a rumor that Dylan Lowry is going to go up against Miles Bridges at least once when Miles pulls back for a dunk whether it's going to be good or bad do you have any comment on Dylan Lowry's attempt to try to make it on Sports Center You know I have I I can neither confirm nor deny that but I will tell you this no matter what everyone is going to challenge every single shot I can actually confirm this accusation, and it is true. He will be challenging Bridges at the rim. We'll see you there. You heard it here. One of the best players in the country, Miles Bridges, who decided to come back for his sophomore season at Michigan State. Dylan Lowry will be going up against him. We'll see how that matchup entails on Friday night. Guys, really appreciate you guys uh, joining me today, and um, best of luck this season. I know I'll be able to talk to you guys a lot more during the season, but I really want to connect it with some of the players before the season. You know, get an idea how the team's gonna how the team's gonna be this year, and you know, just really excited for some men's charger hoops. So, thank you guys, really appreciate it. No, thanks, Martin. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you, Martin. Appreciate it. And that will do it for this episode of Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson, and I'm Jake Sievers. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.